Hi there, and welcome to All Nations Church. We are so glad that you've joined us today. And whether you're a part of our local community or you're listening across the oceans from a different part of the globe, we are honored to have you here. Yes, times have changed and church as we know it looks a little bit different around the globe, but we truly believe that what the enemy intended for harm against us, God has used to draw his people closer together, uniting us in one heart and one mind. Our mission through these unpredictable times will ever remain the same, to bring a lost and hurting world around the globe into a life relationship with Christ Jesus. If you would like to know more about us as a church or what we are a part of, please visit our website at allnationswestend.com. Join us now as we hear from our senior pastor, Alex Glichides. Well, isn't it good to be back at church, amen? You know, some people used corona as an excuse. We can't come to church. We can't gather. But I use corona to gather, you know, even more as you see the days approaching. Amen. So I want to encourage you today, no matter what we see in the natural, no matter what's happening in Australia, even around the world with corona and I believe one thing, it's the same thing that I always believe, Jesus is still Lord and he's still in control, hallelujah, amen, Amen. and nothing's going to change that, but before I I start, I'll I'll pray tonight and I just allow the Spirit of God just to have his way in this place, amen, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we come before your awesome presence, we come before your grace of mercy, Lord God to truly receive favour, to receive your grace, oh God, to continue to live a life that brings glory to your name. Father God, I pray tonight, let your word truly come out, Father God, of the scriptures. Let it proceed to the, to the hearts of the people here tonight, Lord God. Let us leave this place transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit, Father God. Touch each and every one of us and let the name of Jesus Christ be heard in this place. Then let the foundation of this church be shaken, that people may know there is a God that loves us and he sent his son to truly manifest his, his love and his grace towards mankind. Father God, bless your word to your people tonight in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, I see today that when you open the TV, all you hear is of corona, more cases. It's getting worse in Melbourne. It's moving to Sydney. But I was thinking this, no matter how much more viruses they put on us, no matter what they throw at us, We will not be moved. Amen. Why? Because our faith and our foundation is not on a system. It's not on man's knowledge and wisdom. It's not on man's efforts. But our faith and our foundation is on the unchangeable character of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We will not be moved. And I want to encourage each and every one of us here tonight, if we truly born by the spirit of the living God, I want to encourage you, don't allow fear to come and rob you. Don't allow what the enemy, what the world, what the media throws at you. Why? Because we are called by God in this world to be a living testimony for the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And the, the uh, topic tonight that I have is, is called this, pressing on towards the call. Hallelujah. Pressing on towards the call. Why? Because you know something? Each and every one of us that are born by the Spirit of God are called by God to go forward now. 
There's no, there's no turning back. There's no oh, one, one foot in the world, one foot in, in the kingdom. That doesn't work. I want to tell you now, if you truly are born by the Spirit of God, you have an anointing over your life. You were called for one reason, and that is to live for the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. Amen. And I want to start firstly to fulfill that call that God has given us. I want to read first Hebrews 12, 1 and 3. As Con puts it on the board. It says this, Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that he set before us, looking unto Jesus, the, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and he is set down at the right hand of the throne of God, I think it was. For consider him who endured, endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. Hallelujah. So church, I want to start with this first. We, as God's people, must start to what? Get rid of every weight, every sin, everything that's holding us down from fulfilling the call of God on our lives. Hallelujah. Every area of our lives that you know the enemy is bombarding, the enemy is throwing at you, it's holding you down. No matter what weight it is, no matter what sin it is, it's time ready to go to the cross and surrender it in the name of Jesus Christ. God wants you to be free. He doesn't want you to be tied up with a sinful nature, with weights, with problems. Why? Because Christ came so you and me can be overcomers in this world and live for him. Hallelujah. You cannot fulfill the call of God when your life is in sin, when you, you play church, when you act spiritual, but your life is far from the will of God. When you carry so much weight, your heart is so heavy with so much distraction in this world, you will not be able to fulfill the call of God. And as I get into the word, you understand the calling that we have, be, that God has placed upon us. And it is one of the highest calling that is to preach and live for the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen, church. Now, the Apostle Paul said some interesting words in Philippians chapter 3.14. It says this, I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. He says, I press on towards the goal of the prize of what? The upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And I believe, ready? See, the Apostle Paul Forgot about, for, forgot all the focus of the world, what he had to do, and his aim was what? The goal for the prize of the upward call of God. See, he was called by God, ready for this? Like you and me are called by God. It is his grace that came to us. We were, to be honest, we were in sin. We were in rebellion. But the grace of God came and called us by name. And it was his work 
pulled us out of the miry clay. It is his power of the spirit that came, lifted us up and gave us a new life, a new start, which is found in Christ Jesus, a new creation in Jesus Christ. And now he's placed upon, upon us a call. And the call is, rise up, my brother. Rise up, my sister. Rise up, people of God, and live for what counts, as the Apostle Paul said. He presses in. He doesn't look to the left. He doesn't look to the right. He doesn't look to all these. What Pastor Ross was sharing, is the world flat? He didn't, Paul, the Apostle Paul didn't get caught up. Is the world flat? Um, once saved, always saved. He didn't get caught up in the, all these nonsense. He caught up in this. I determined to know anything but Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Hallelujah. Amen. And that's why we need to be called up. We determined to know anything but Jesus Christ and Him crucified. For why? For the power is in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It is in the name of Jesus because the only person that can save a lost and dying world is the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You might, you're probably thinking, why am I fired up again? <laughs> There's many things. Why? Number one, because God's got a calling on us. He's placed His Spirit, not that we can sleep. Yes, we work. We, we sometimes get together with brothers. We have fellowship. We have a fun time like we did. And we went to Top Golf. And De- Daniel was pretty good in hitting that ball, you know. But, you know, me and, me and Bill after saw Daniel, we stepped aside. We said, oh, I'll let the young people play this, you know. <laughs> I try to teach... <laughs> I tried to teach, you know, Bill how to hit the ball, but no, it didn't work, you know. <laughs> but what I want to tell you is we have freedom to enjoy the life, but we must not forget the call that we have upon our lives. And it's one of the highest calling, and that is to live for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen, church. And that is what the Apostle Paul's heart was. We get so caught up in this, in this life. We get so caught up in the system. We get so caught up in, example, where can I go now? What country can I go to that's safe, that hasn't got the corona? What country can I become a citizen? You know? And I want to tell you something. We have a citizen. Let can't put it on the verse. In Philippians 3.20. For our citizenship is in heaven from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to that it may be conformed to his glorious body, according to the working by by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. Hallelujah. Therefore, my beloved and long-for brethren, my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, beloved. See, the Apostle Paul is so caught up in that call where he says here that, look, my joy and crown is souls. It's his brethren because once he sees one soul saved, he rejoices. That is the call upon his life to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, to save souls from the destruction, from heading from hell and coming into the relationship with the Father and giving us what? A real citizenship. You know, we might be roaming around from country to country. We're trying to find the best country to live. But I want to tell you, we have 
the best country in the universe. It's called paradise. It's the kingdom of God, a place prepared for you and me. And our question is, are you part of that citizenship? Hallelujah. If you're not, today is your day to get your citizenship in, in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't worry. You know, give the Lord a hand. Don't worry where you're going to go and buy your next property. Where are you going to go and settle for your retirement? Where can I get comfortable? Forget about getting comfortable. There's no time to get comfortable in this world. It's time to fight the fight of faith. It's time to rise up as the people of God and go into a world that is lost, that is confused, that is hurting, that is oppressed and preach the name of Jesus with authority and let the see what God will do to the people. He will deliver them and set them free. But if the church is sleeping... How can we fulfill the call upon our lives when we are so caught up? And that's the enemy's plan to get us so caught up with everything. And don't get me wrong, as men, we need to work. We need to be a good example, provide. But don't stop there. Fulfill the call of God upon our lives. Hallelujah. And that is truly to live for Christ, to proclaim his name to a lost and dying world. Thank you, Jesus. You know, in uh, Romans 8, 27 and to 28, it says this. Now he, who has, now he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the, the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are the called according to his purpose. See, my friend, Think about this. It says, number one, that His Spirit makes intercession for us. In other words, God Himself, His Spirit, is interceding for each and every one of us, number one. So He just hasn't left us orphans. He hasn't left us lost, confused. We are led by the Spirit of God. He is in praying for us. He's working in our behalf. Now, but it goes on, it says this. And we know that all things, not some part. It's interesting. Now, all things work together for good to those who love God. Question, who loves God here tonight? Just raise your hand. So this is for us. And, and to those who are the called according to his purpose. My friend, that's why we are here. We are called. We're not here just to play church, to spend a bit of time, to fellowship. We are here because God's called us to be a light to a lost and dying world. He's called us. Why? And I'm going to read further, further down what the calling has placed upon our lives. Hallelujah. But we need to do something. Ephesians, go to Ephesians 5.14 first, and then we'll read the other one. Ephesians 5.14.15. One's got them in order, but I changed them a bit. Yeah. It says this. It's time for the church to awake. Therefore, he says, awake you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. 
Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Hallelujah. See, church, God is telling us 2020, He's speaking to the church. The church has been in a deep sleep. We've been caught up in prosperity. We've been caught up in self. We've been caught up in our own things. And God is telling you, arise, wake up. It is time to be filled with the Spirit. It is time to understand you have a call upon your life. It's time to understand you were bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. You are not of the world. You are at, God has called you. We live in the world, but it's called us out of the world to be a light and to proclaim one name, and that is the name of the Almighty God, the name of Jesus Christ that saves, delivers, and sets free. Hallelujah. Amen. So today, the calling that is placed upon us is for each and every one of us that is born by the Spirit of God. Church, I want to encourage you today, don't be caught out. We are not of the world anymore. Yes, we were. Years ago, before I met my wife, yes, I didn't know Christ, doing my own thing. But when I came to the knowledge of Christ, things started changing. Why? Because the Holy Spirit came upon our lives. And the desires that I had then, I don't have now. I have the desires to fulfill the will of God, to, to, to truly go forward in the calling that he's placed upon each and every one of us. Amen. It is, you are called, and this is what I want to tell you. We live in this world, and yes, we're in this natural body, and yes, the enemy will come and tempt. It will come and bombard the mind with all these junk and rubbish. But I want to tell you, when you rise up and you are led by the Spirit of God, no demon of hell will come to oppress you, to steal your joy and steal your peace. Why? Because the Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, dead lives in you, and He gives you the victory to be an overcomer in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. See, many people today, because... They don't know how important it is what Christ has done. They don't know the calling upon their lives. The enemy comes in and it starts to play with their mind. It starts, ready, to bring to remembrance the past. Oh, you failed here. See, you're, God, you're not a Christian. And before you know it, instead of walking in Christ, we're walking in the lies and the deception of the evil one. And no wonder we lose our joy, we lose our peace. The enemy wants us to go back to, ready, legalism, living by the law. And many of us have, have tried that. I was one of them, yes, many years ago, living by the law. I lost my joy, I lost my peace. I became judgmental. I had truly no strength to go forward. I thought the Lord, he left me. Why? Because when you listen to the lies of the devil and you don't open the ears to the Spirit of God and allow the Spirit of God to walk in you, to live and work in your life, you'll become, like Pastor Ross said, you take your eyes off Christ and preaching the gospel and you're going to be focused on nonsense like the world is flat. And I agree with Ross. I've been on an aeroplane and the aeroplane never goes on a, it goes around the earth <laughs> and every pilot that you ask they say the earth is round so 
We're not getting uh, into that conversation because that's where the enemy wants us. But this is how people can get caught up in nonsense. And there's another family that doesn't come in here anymore because they, they, they question, well, you don't believe once saved, always saved, so we can't fellowship. There's another area where the enemy attacks people. But I want to tell you here, we're not about any of these areas. We're here to, to preach one name. And that is the name of Jesus Christ. And the question is, do you know Jesus? Are you born by the Spirit of God? Because when the Spirit of God comes in, He will teach you all things. He will tell you if the world is round or flat. So you don't even have to worry about it. He will tell you if you're saved or not. So you don't have to worry about that. But are you truly born by the Spirit of the living God tonight? Because if you are, rise up. Because God has called you to go and be a witness for Jesus. Not to play theology. Not to have arguments about different doctrine but to preach Jesus Christ to the lost and hurting world hallelujah in in uh, Romans 8 30 we'll read from 8 33 down to 39 I want to encourage you tonight those that may be not sure where they stand I want to tell you God Sent his son because he loved you. I was thinking of this. You imagine, right, if our God was a God of anger, of hatred, you, we wouldn't be standing here today. He would have described us out from day one. But he's a God of love, of mercy, and great patience to mankind. And that is why he, we are here. And that is why I just want to share this verse to encourage someone today that needs to hear this. It says this, who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is, it is go back on you, be fast for me. It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. There you go again. Who's making intercession? Jesus Christ again for us. And it goes on. Who shall separate us from the love of God of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword or corona? Oh, I'll, I'll put that in. But as it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Give the Lord a hand. Hallelujah. See, church, I want to encourage you today. Don't let some devil... Don't let some person that doesn't know Christ bring so much fear, bring so much condemnation upon your life. If you are called and you've been born of the Spirit of God, I want to tell you this, rise up. If your life hasn't been the life it should, run to the cross. He will forgive you, he will cleanse you, and he'll rise you up to be a mighty man, a mighty woman of God. Don't stay in the pit. God has called us out of the pit. We were like that many years ago. Most of us were in the pit. We were doing our own thing and we were also playing our pity party. No one loves me. I've been hurt. 
And yes, that's where we all were. But praise the name of Jesus Christ who raised us up, who called us. And now we are here for one reason, and that is to fulfill the calling that is placed upon our lives. And that is to be the, the men and the women of God that he's called us to be, to live a life that really shines for Jesus Christ. That is why we are here. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, the call. Are you ready? Go, come with me to First Peter two, two nine. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, His own special people that you may proclaim the praise of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Hallelujah. That is what we are now. We are what? A chosen generation. Hallelujah. A royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. See, church, I want to... Just spend a bit of time just to meditate what the apostle is saying to us. He's saying that now we are chosen. We are a chosen generation. We have the calling of God upon our lives. It's, it's saying that we are a royal priesthood, the highest ranking, a royal. We are a holy nation. Yes, we are holy. We are no more running after the desires and the sinful nation. Why? Because of Christ, he's made us holy. He has sanctified us. And that is why we are holy. Not because of that we are good people, we've done good things. No. It is because of his goodness, his righteousness that we stand tonight. Hallelujah. And that is why we are a holy nation. And it says, his own special people. See, listen to this church. And then it says, why? That you may proclaim the praises of him who called you. This is what we proclaim to the world. Once we were in darkness, we were under bondage. We were under the satanic and dem, dem, demonic forces of chains and we could not free ourselves. We were serving them. But when the grace of God came in, he called us and he says, now I'm calling you out. Accept my grace. And the ones that said yes to his grace, you are the chosen generation now. Hallelujah. Don't go back to the pit because Jesus came to get us out of the pit. Hallelujah. He came to place his Holy Spirit upon you that you can fulfill the calling upon your life. Hallelujah. That you can fulfill what God has called you. And that is preach the name of Jesus to the lost. Hallelujah. Live a life because many of them are still there where we were in the pits. Still confused, still depressed, still suicidal. But it's going to take the men and women of God to go in the power of the Spirit and preach Jesus and seek them delivered and set free for the glory of God. Hallelujah. And that is why we are here. To proclaim what He's done for us. Hallelujah. To proclaim the praises of Him, Jesus Christ. That is one calling. We're here to proclaim that not only to the people, but to the principalities and powers of darkness also. Hallelujah. The next one I want to, is in 2 Corinthians, which I share a lot on. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 to 21. 
It says this, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Stop there. We get confused because when we come to Christ, we think, oh, no, we're still the old, you know. But I want to tell you, it's not what the apostle is saying to us. He said, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. You might not understand that in the, in the natural because you're saying, I was rebellion. I was so much caught up in sin and everything. How can I be a new creation? Again, it's not your act. It's not what you've done. It is the grace of God. Hallelujah. It is his righteousness towards you. And that is why he's calling you. You are a new creation because of Christ. And it says this, old things have passed away. But it only happened for some of us maybe a few weeks ago. We were far from God in sin. Everything has passed away. All old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And then we'll read on. Now all the things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Stop there. See now, the next calling we have. Christ has given us a ministry reconciliation. In other words, reconciling people back to the Father through Christ Jesus. That is your ministry now. Go out and speak Jesus. Let them hear what Christ has done. Share of your testimony and let them open their ears and let the Spirit of God touch them. That is our job now. That is our calling to reconcile people back to God through Christ Jesus. And it goes on. It says this. That is that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Keep going. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God was pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. And that is what we're telling the world. God loves you. He's giving you a, he's giving you a chance he hasn't condemned you yet. But the time will come when condemnation will fall. But now it's God's grace is out open for those who are far from him. And he's saying, reconcile yourself back to the Father through Christ. And that is our job, to go into the world and tell them, yes, I understand what you did and where you are now. But God is calling you. He wants to take you out. He wants to make you a new creation. He wants to reconcile you back to the Father. And that is our call, to go out. And reach the lost and preach the love of Christ to them. Hallelujah. The devil has condemned them. He's put so much weight. These people can't go forward. They're in guilt. They're in condemnation. They're in depression. They want to end their lives. But you come in with the power of the Spirit of God and tell them Jesus loves you. And he has a place and a purpose and a plan for you. If you only open your heart to the grace of the Lord. Hallelujah. For he made him who knew no sin to be, to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Hallelujah. See, church, reading these verses said, For he, he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us. He took our place. He took every person's sin on that cross. And he says, why? That we might become the righteousness of God in him hallelujah now i want to tell you something i've got something to really rejoice about because 
God wants us to become his righteousness in God. So you, I wanted to explain this to you. When God the Father looks at you through Christ, you know what he sees? Righteousness. But hang on, hang on. I just found a fault. Example on my wife. She might have found a fault to me. But when you see through the eyes of Christ, I see the righteousness of God upon my wife. She sees the righteousness of Christ upon my life. Why? Because it's God working in us. He continues to pray and intercede for us. He's, he's in control of our lives. That's why it says, for all things work out for good for those who love Jesus. You think me and my wife don't love God? We want to serve Him. Do we stumble, fail somewhere along the line? Sometimes, yes. But why? We don't stay in the pit. We rise up and run and keep running the race that He's marked for us. Hallelujah. Amen. So, the calling that the next call that we see, he's giving you the ministry of reconciliation. Hallelujah. To reconcile the world back to God through Christ Jesus. And not only that, you have one of the highest calling. He's calling you. The, you're an ambassador for God. The highest calling. You represent God Almighty on this planet through Christ Jesus. So that is the calling that we have upon us now. We are ambassadors for God. So if anyone tells you what you are, say... I'm, I'm an ambassador for Christ. I look at you. You all there? I go, just give him the verse. That is what Christ has placed upon us, you know. So that's why I want to encourage you. He's taken us out, understand this, from where we were heading for destruction. He's raised us. He's cleansed us. He's washed us. And he says, now go. You belong to me and you are my ambassador. Now go and proclaim my name to the lost people. Hallelujah. So church, We've got a great calling. That's why the Apostle Paul said, I want to get, run the goal, not to look to the left or to the right, the upward call of Christ. And that is what we have to be tuned to do to fulfill the call of God upon our lives. Hallelujah. And the last verse I want to close off with is Ephesians 1 from 11 to 14. In him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, that we, we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory. In him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. In him also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. Hallelujah. See, understand, church, every person that Christ has called, he sealed them with the Holy Spirit. Now, the Bible talks about don't quench the Spirit of God because Christ wants to continue to raise you up that you can fulfill the call upon our lives in Christ Jesus. See, he's placed upon us a guarantee of his Holy Spirit and he's given us inheritance in Christ Jesus. Amen. See, we have such a calling upon our lives. We have such a blessed Father that we can't even comprehend sometimes. How can a God of so much love 
Take a person that's in rebellion. Take a person that hates him. It says, I want to make you mine. Sometimes we every rebellion kids that we say, oh, I wish I can get out of here, you know? But God doesn't say that to the people. He says, I will change you if you come to me. And he places a calling upon our lives and he gives us a home, a citizenship, a place in heaven that no one can take away from us. Hallelujah. So tonight, church, I want to encourage you today. Don't get caught up in the system. Don't get caught up in the things of the natural that we are facing day by day. Do what you've got to do as people of God. Live out your life. But don't forget, we are living the world, but we are not of the world anymore. We are called by God to be the people of the Most High God, place the calling upon our lives and be ambassadors for Christ and go out and shine for the name of Jesus Christ. I want each and every one of you to understand this. When you leave these doors tonight, the world and demons are looking on you. And if you don't have the Spirit of God to overcome, you will fall back into the world. And that is why we come, we gather even in Bill's place. We, we pray, Lord, we need more of your fire. We need more of the Spirit because the devil wants more of his flesh upon us, more of his wicked ways upon us. But as we continue to stay faithful, as we continue to run the race and cast off every sin and every weight, I want to tell you, don't fear God has got you, hallelujah. Don't get caught up in one mistake or something. Maybe you've done along the line or maybe someone's cheated you, robbed you, but get caught up in the calling, the upward, upward call of Christ and serve him with all your heart and you will get back your joy, you'll get back your peace and you'll leave these doors with a great smile and people when they see you, they say, what's wrong with you? We've got... COVID-19, why are you laughing? Why are you rejoicing? Why have you got the peace? Because we have Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, living within us, and His Spirit's directing us. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a hand. Bring the worship team. Let's worship the Lord. and Let's tonight, church, call upon the name of Jesus that loves us. And I want you to be sincere. You don't have to, you know... Make it obvious to anyone. But cry out to God and ask God, Lord, enough is enough of my life. I've allowed the enemy to oppress me. Maybe wrong decisions. Maybe mixing up with the wrong people. But it's time to rise up. And wherever you are, to be the light in the world and shine for Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for connecting with us. We would love the chance to stay in contact with you. We want to help you find your next steps in life with vision and purpose through Jesus Christ. If you haven't already, you can jump onto our website at allnationswestend.com to find out more. We look forward to doing this journey together.